Hey sisters, if you're looking for a safe space where you can be free and authentic, then you have come to the right space. I am your host, Yana, and here at Awaken Woman 2020, we are all about being transparent and doing the work to be our best selves. This channel will challenge you to be authentic, honest, and truthful to yourself. It won't always be easy working through life's issues, but I can guarantee when you do the work, you will come out saying, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and you will know that strength and honor are your clothing. Our life is abundant and we should enjoy the fruits of it. All right, family, stay tuned. Hey, what's up, family? And welcome back to another episode of Awaken Woman 2020. I am your host, Yana, and I hope all is well in your life. I hope you are feeling great. And just enjoying yourself um, during this uh, season that we're going through and being encouraged and lifted in your spirit. Um, that is my prayer for everyone who is listening to this, this podcast. Thank you for joining me once again for another episode. Today, the topic is going to be um, a, the circle of trust. Before I get into that, I just want to share a little bit of something you can do while we're on this little situation here. So this week, um, you know, I've been talking to you guys a lot about feeling stuck in my house. I feel like I'm getting a little claustrophobic as if the walls are closing in on me. So I told my husband, listen, babe, we got to get out of this house and we need to take a little mini staycation. The whole world is shut down, but there has to be something that is open. So my husband and I um, went up to Williams, Arizona, and we went to Arizona. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Arizona, but Arizona is um, it is a outdoor. Um, it's a drive through zoo. So you can drive through your, your, you know, you get in your car or you stay in your car, lock the doors, roll the windows up, and you drive through this zoo and there's wolves that are like right in front of your car or right next to your window. There's bears, there's just all these wildlife. And it was a really, really great experience. I'm so grateful that we went. And then we ended up staying the night overnight up there and the weather was beautiful. It was just a really good um, experience to get away from home and just do something, especially since we just celebrated our second month anniversary. So yeah, that's something you can do. Um, just get creative with it and try to do stuff because, you know, we don't know how long this is going to be going on, but you definitely want to take care of your um, mental, emotional, and spiritual as well as physical health. So just a little insight. Um, I pray again that all is well. I thank the most high that I'm up on this day and that there is something is stirring in my spirit that I want to discuss. So giving all praise to the creator of all things, I thank you for the life that you have given me. I thank you for the voice that you, um, though you're my voice. I thank you for all that is to come. And I thank you for this time that I'm able to grow and be encouraged in who I and who you say that I am. And I thank you that the light that I walk in is always bright. And I just thank you for just being solid. Amen. So it's so important. Um, my brother. Okay, so let me start over. So um, I said before that um, that I'm really grateful for the people that God, Yahweh places in my life because I think that he is very strategic in the people he places in our lives. And I think it's also very strategic of the people that we used to jail with, the people we used to bond with, people we used to be in our, that used to be in our lives that's no longer in our lives. Um, making peace with the things, you know, if there's relationships that's no longer making peace with that. And um, 
So yesterday, my brother came over to my house, um, came over to our house because he's been sending us different. He's been sending uh, my husband and I these different little um, just different things that he's been learning over this quarantine. And there's been really interesting things, things that, you know, it's all in the same belief of what we believe in. But he has a different perspective of it and he had some different some insight that we didn't have. And we wanted to, you know, know about it. Well, him and my husband hooked this up. I was just, you know. Um, happened to be in the house during this time. So my brother came over, he was talking about his growth in God and um, the things that he's been learning, learning. And as I sat there, I'm witnessing his growth during the conversation with my husband. And it really encouraged me and reminded me how strategic God is and who he places in your life. You, you guys know, I've said before that being blood family doesn't make you family or make you friends. But I must say that I'm very grateful for my brother, Bunny, um, because We've always remained close, and this is the my he's um the middle child. I have three brothers. He's um I have my oldest brother, and then I have him, and then it's me. So he's the middle one. Um, I'm obsessed to have three brothers. I mean, it's three of us. Um, and it's uh he's in the middle. So we've always been really close because we're close in age, and just witnessing his growth. Because see, the what's so beautiful about life, and what's so beautiful about our journeys is that you can see somebody who used to be one way and then you see how God transformed their life. And that's why it's so important for us to be patient with people and for us to be even patient with ourselves because we may be judging somebody on who they are today, but we have no idea what's going to happen with them in the next coming days and years and months, how their life is going to be transformed. And you don't want to be the person that's sitting on the sideline judging somebody because, you know, if we think about it, we haven't always had our lives together either. Um, and this is not me talking about my brother, but mainly saying um, his growth in, in the most high and how his understanding and um, the man that he is. I've always admired my brother. I always thought he was a strong man. I always thought that he was a very wise man. Um, the wisdom that comes out of his mouth, I just always admire that anyways. But my brother came over. We started talking about stuff and he said uh, to us, he said, if you hang around nine broke people, it's just a matter of time before you become the 10th one. And then he reversed it and said the exact same thing. Like if you hang around nine wealthy people, it's just a matter of time before you become the 10th wealthiest person. And this isn't implying just to monetary means. This is a spiritual, mental, emotional broke as, as, and as well as wealth. Is that if you hanging around nine broke people, and again, I'm talking about, let me actually say this. When I was growing up, my mom, when my brothers and I would do something or if something was going on, my mom would never attack us she would attack a behavior she would say I know I raised y'all better than x y and z I know she always tell us I didn't raise no thief I didn't raise no liar and um my mom would always those are things that we just you know she taught us growing up is she always would tell us I didn't raise no thief um or I didn't raise no liar and those are things that like I said um those things were instilled in us things that are very valuable so to this day I it's really challenging it's one of my biggest pet peeves is a thief and a liar I think those are like some of the worst type of people because those are some major character flaws um but I'm not going to digress into that what I want to say is that she attacked a behavior if we were cutting up and clowning in school and doing something that you know wasn't right my mom would attack that behavior she would never attack us so I want to make sure that it's very as abundantly clear as I do my as I podcast that you understand when I'm talking about something I'm never talking about a specific person I'm talking about a behavior some character flaws that must be addressed and changed um 
that's just, you know, so I want to make sure we understand that. So when I'm talking about nine broke people or nine wealthy people, I'm talking about just being broke, even in your spirit. Have y'all ever been around somebody who just been so broken they spirit? I mean, you can adjust everything in life could just be going great for you. And you get around this person and they so broken they spirit that you just feel like, damn, you know what the heck is going on? Like you got depressed and you don't even know why. You feel like, man, you know, life really ain't nothing. You know, it don't even matter. Nothing even matters no more. You know, I've been around people and I've also been the person who was broken my spirit. Going through so many things in life and feeling like the weight of the world was on my shoulders and is on my chest and I can't get up, you know, that's being broke in spirit. And if you hanging around a bunch of people who are broke in spirit, they don't see no out. They don't see no way out. They don't see no light at the end of the tunnel. They just stay stuck there. Now, there is a difference because sometimes we can be broken spirit because something just came along and broke our spirit. Maybe somebody passed. Maybe something you were looking forward to happen and didn't happen. Maybe somebody came and stole from you or robbed from you or like crushed your spirit. That's that's um, that's more of like an incident. I'm talking about the people who are broken spirit that are they're practicing that. And when I say practice it, I mean that they're not looking forward to anything other than, you know, they content in that lifestyle. They content in where they are being broken spirit. And um, and that also means just being broke. You know, I can't I I mean, I'm sure, I guess. um, Yeah, I guess we could say you can be broken spirit and still have money. But see, the thing about it all is that. I believe, I am of the belief that if you can have all the money in the world, but if you do not have a connection to the creator of all things, you are broken spirit. I read some quote the other day. I wish I had my laptop because it says something like, the only truth is that God is the creator of all and God is all. Anything else is an illusion. Um, I'm paraphrasing the quote, but that's the gist of the quote is that if you don't understand or believe in the creator, if you don't believe, I'm not talking about no higher power. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about Yahweh. I'm talking about the most high. Anything else is an illusion. And it's funny because you hear people, you know, when you when I talk about God, I'm talking about the most high. I'm talking about a God of righteousness. I'm not talking about, you know, when you hear these celebrities or these rappers talk about, you know, that's living foul, doing people dirty, promoting death and genocide to our our own people and to the kids. And when you hear them talk, you know, uh, um, rapping about killing each other and violence but then the next thing you see them post on facebook or i mean on their instagram is something about you know god you know god always it's this celebrity in particular that every time he get caught up in something he always say something to along the lines of god always reveal his enemies before he blesses you it's nothing about your lifestyle that that's that says that you serve god at all And you just need to quit that foolishness. But there is a God of this world that he may be serving. And that is a God of his own flesh. The God that, you know, um, people may think that, and this is a conversation we had yesterday, that when you have wealth, that means that God has blessed you. That is not it. Because from my understanding and the belief that I have is that you prosper even as your soul prospers. So if you you only have the prosperity as far as money is concerned, but you're you're not prospering in any other area, you bring in hell in people's life, you creating these children and you're not taking care of your kids, you disrespecting the women that have these children. There is no reason on earth why a woman should be disrespected when we are the mothers of this world. 
period. It's just no reason, absolutely no reason. And I'm going to go ahead and go a step further and say that it is no, I believe that what Malcolm X said, that the most unprotected woman, the most, the woman that is disrespected, that is not being protected is a black woman. And we can call it like we see it is that the black woman brings forth life to everybody. The, the humanity started from the from the womb of a black woman. But yet black women are disrespected to the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. And I'm going to get in that in another podcast because I really wanted to talk about that on this podcast. But I'm going to save it. The point that I'm saying is that when people talk about God, but their life is their behavior, lifestyle is a train wreck. That's not prosperity. That is broke in spirit. That is that's that's not that has nothing to do. That's not something we should seek because you don't want to be and you don't want to be in balance. You don't want to have all the money, but your character, your spirit is broke. And that goes the same thing. Boy, you have um, if you are wealthy, that there has to be a balance. You need to prosper even as your soul prospers. And that's what my brother was talking about yesterday that really just stuck with me. And it led me to think about um, some other things. I used to say that I have friends for every occasion. If I wanted to travel, if I wanted to party, if I wanted to have a cocktail, if I wanted to go to happy hour, you name it. I had a friend that I could call up on the phone and they'll be down with it and we can go have a real just good, good time. But I started thinking to myself, when I think about behind the veil friends, and when I say behind the veil, I'm talking about friends that I can share intimate moments with because we have friends, I have friends that I could call for, like I said, different occasions, but I only have a few friends that I could share every single intimate moment of my life with and trust that it's going to stay right there in that conversation. Um, and those are who I call behind the veil friends, people that will hold me accountable. And um, um, there are some things specifically that I think about. In this conversation with my husband and my brother, I have five things of trust that I came up with that I that I'm looking for. And that um, that lets me know that this is a circle of trust is that can I trust you with an intimate moment or a secret in my life, a very vulnerable moment? Can I trust that with you and know that if the conversation is over, we fall out, that you're not going to expose my stuff because me and you're not on good terms. Um, Something popped up on my YouTube the other day. YouTube YouTube be trifling. They be suggesting all type of stuff that I don't know where it be all type. I be having paintings that's 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 suggested. I be having, you know cooking lessons in another less in another language i'd be having gossip it'd be all type of stuff so i had to turn off my search and my um history because i don't like them suggesting stuff to me you know one time they had they suggested something to me to have me all up in tears because it was some lying okay girl don't digress okay but let me just say this because y'all probably wonder what it was it was somebody this guy raised a lion and then the lion got too big and and he let the lion go in the wilderness and then he went back like five years later and people said he shouldn't do that because the lion may not recognize him anymore but long story short him and the lion seen each other and the lion ran up to him and like literally hugged this man and that just had me bawling in tears because i'm like why can't humanity excuse me why can't humanity get it right but okay so YouTube suggested this little trifling um, uh, uh, video to me, and it was basically these two celebrities. Well, this celebrity, her best friend is what they called it. I, I think it, I don't believe that's no best friend, but basically her and her best friend fell out. And then he did a question and answer on ask me anything about this person and I'll tell you all their business. And 
See, the thing about it is that he thought he was doing something grand by exposing her. But what you really did is expose that you have no character and that you, you that your behavior is trifling. Because who now going to trust you? Who now going to trust you with anything in their life? If this person was your ride or die, you claim, you know, a couple of months ago, you, was, you would do anything for this person. And it was on and popping for anybody who said something about this person. But yet, the moment y'all get into it, you go and expose all their business. You ain't a trustworthy person. And I, I, I just, you know what, I, anybody who deal with somebody like that, you need to have your head examined because who, why would you deal with somebody who already showed you they trifling? If they're across the person they claim to be, they ride or die, what they going to do to you? So can you trust, can I trust you with an intimate moment? There's people I fell out with that to this day, I'm, I haven't spoke to them and I never say stuff that they said to me that I wasn't supposed to say that they, they share with me in private because what the heck? Have some cooth about yourself. You don't go telling people business. So that's one of the trust. So that's the first. Can I trust you with an intimate moment in a secret? The second is, can I trust you with my money? Now, that's a tough one, y'all, because um, everybody, you know, some people you'll give them $10 and go away to Ghana or go away out the country for a little bit and come back and you don't even have your $10 no more. So as you develop a mindset, because I know many of us are on the grind and some of us are hustling. Y'all know I don't believe in the word hustle are aligning ourselves up with what we're wanting to do. And we're expecting an inheritance. We're expecting to to grow in our finances. And you want to make sure that you around people that's not going to be stealing from you. People that's not going to be trying to come up off your back and just take leeches. So can I trust you with my money? Can I trust it if I'm that you're not going to be envious of the money that I have because you also have your own. But can I trust you with my money? Can I send some money to you um, and you not for you to hold or just can I trust you with my like trust you with my money? That's the second one. Um, can I trust you to hold me accountable and not be a yes man or agree with me when you know I'm wrong? Um, I don't agree with I, I don't agree with if you are wrong, if you and I are friends and you are dead wrong. I may not tell you you wrong in the midst of like if you doing something at that time, like say we, you know, out and about and you doing something, um, I'll probably try to I will most certainly try to get you to calm down and, you know, whatever. But I will address you in private like, no, you dead wrong for that. That wasn't right. But there's people um, who won't hold each other accountable. Yo, that's my bestie. My bestie never wrong. No, if I'm wrong, you need to tell me I'm wrong. Don't allow me to continue in error. Like, you not being truthful to me. That ain't right. You know, you need to tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong. So that's the third one. Can I trust you around my husband? Now, listen, I done heard too many horror stories in my real life of women that I know who have brought their friend around their man and some stuff done went down and now they the ex-girlfriend and they done ran off into the sunset. So it's important. I'm not talking. I trust my husband. I'm saying that can I just trust you around him you know I'm I'm just you know I, I look call it what it is as I get older you know what I have a house I have a, a I have stuff I got going on um I plan on my husband and I riding off into the sunset and I'm sailing off into the sunset or whatever but I need to make sure that the people I have around me ain't no gutter rats um a gutter snake snakes in the grass is waiting to take opportunity some which I don't have friends like that but I'm saying these are things that I think about because you just never know what goes on in life. If I get sick, if my husband, you know, has to run and do something, you know, go 
meet up with one of my friends to exchange some. I don't know. Um, I can't really see why they would need exchange anything. But you, what I'm saying is, can you? Who can I? Can I trust you? And I know, like, I mean, ladies, I know I'm not crazy by saying that, but you know, yeah, whatever. And can I trust you alone in my home or in my house? These are all the things as I get older, like who can you, who, who do I really trust? And if I can say, if I can looking through this list, if I say that, no, nah, I can't really trust you in this area, then it makes me wonder, can I really say that you are part of my real circle of trust or my circle of friends or behind the veil type friends? And that's important to me in my life at this moment is to have people that are genuine. And also for me to look at myself and say, if any one of the people in my life was to question, you know, put my name up, put my face up against this list. Would I meet the standard? Would I be somebody that they that hold them accountable? Am I somebody that would um, they could trust in their house when they're not there? Trust around their husband when they're not there? Trust them with that money? I trust them with an intimate um, something intimate that happened to them. So as we build our community community and build up our team and our family, it's important to have trustworthy people around you. This is essential for all of us. We all need to make sure that the people that we have hanging around us, because again, if you are on your way to a destination, which I believe that everyone is listening to this podcast, have their vision board, have their dreams, have the things that they want to accomplish in life. I think that we all see ourselves further than where we are right now. We see ourselves growing and maturing and getting more money and managing, excuse me, our money and being a good steward of the things that God has blessed us with. And it's important to make sure that it's not, you don't want to be cleaning house during that time. You, I'm not saying that you go, if your people you name on and that don't meet, meet this list, you cut them off. Like I'm done with you, but I'm saying that you need to make sure that the people that you hold close and dear to you, you do not want to make it to that place. And you now got to start cleaning house and cutting people off because you're like, nah, girl, you just not somebody I need to have around me because you trifling, you be lying, you be doing X, Y, and Z. That's not the time. Right now is the time for us to start think prioritizing our life, prioritizing our friends. Sometimes, you know, I hate to say this, but it's the truth is that as you grow, as you on a different level, sometimes the people that you once was thick as thieves with, well, I don't want to say thick as thieves because, you know, I like I said about a thief, I ain't got time for no thief. But the people you used to be jamming with, your peanut butter and jelly type people, some of those people, sad to say, are not the people that's going to continue with you. And it hurts. But I, I believe that when life removes people from you or remove things from you, it's not beneficial for you to go chase it down to get it back. If it's supposed to be in your life, it will come back. There's been friendships that I've had that was broken and then they came back and, and there's healing and there's transformation that happened in those relationships. But we have to start doing taking inventory of our life because I don't plan to have these conversations and find out later on that I have some snakes in the grass. Okay. It's too late in the hour to be playing games and not knowing who we're laboring amongst. I believe that we need to know those who labor amongst us. Who is really going to be there with you in the thick and the thin of your journey? And it's just too late. I always say this. It's too late in the hour for these games. We must get a grip on our team. And when I say our team, I'm talking about just the people around you, the people that, you know, you coach, they coach you. You know, it's a give and take thing. And who is solid? Who is here for the ride and the benefits and who is really 10 toes down to the ground for you? And who are you 10 toes down to the ground for as well? So ask yourself those same questions. Ask yourself if you're the type of person that can be trusted. Um, 
at this point, there really isn't an excuse for us to be stagnant. We are freaking quarantined. Uh, we need to turn off our uh, extracurricular TV, our VH1, HBO, Hulu, Netflix, all these little things. Lifetime, which happens to be one of my kind of guilty pleasures. But turn off these things and spend time in your silent thoughts and really get to the nitty gritty. Put them vision boards back on the floor and start scanning and combing through with a fine tooth comb. Get your life and get your house in order. You know, it's it's high time for us to get our spiritual house, our art, and our physical house in order. You know, life isn't a game. It's meant to be enjoyed, but it's not a game. And we really got to get our lives together. But family, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you were encouraged. Um, and I will talk to you in the next podcast. Salt and light. Bye.